Oh, yeah, you love it. Remember that time when they were like, we'll give you a gift card of $50 if you're okay with not having service? And you're like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. You're like, no, I need a fresh towel and so I'm going to make my bed. Thank you. <laughs> I, the bed, it's the bed for me. It's the, like, coming home, like, being really gross and tired in the parks probably spending an extra 40 minutes on the bus at Caribbean Beach to get to my room, the pirate rooms, <laughs> and coming in and just your, it's so crisp and fresh, like that mm, is so mm-hmm. sad, especially because you go like take a shower and you, you know, it's, that is, that's a moment for me. So yeah, no, um, keep your 50 bucks. That's <laughs> That was the first moment because we're, we're different and we have different tastes for sure, but that was the first time that it was like, okay, if we're American Girl dolls, that would be the, okay, are you a Molly because you like turn down service and crisp towels or are you a Cheryl because you're cheap and you take that gift card instantly? <laughs> we would make oh really cute American Girl dolls, Oh my God, we'd make the, the best. Mine would be like, she'd have a fast five tattoo and be listening to Flo Rida all the time. Mine would have like unkempt hair and a stri- <laughs> blue and white striped pullover. <laughs> so true. Wait, wait, wait. What would, what would mine be, guys? Oh, oh good question. So good. <laughs> we, we're stumped at what it would be. No, you'd have like a headset on. Absolutely. Live streaming. You'd have a Golden Girls sweatshirt on. Oh, yes. Okay, now we're getting and there. Dad jeans, whatever mm-hmm, that means, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a soundboard, <laughs> and and um, some nice sandals on. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe with socks. Maybe, maybe. All of us have sandals on. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Ashby's is the cool dad doll. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're all very different, but what binds us together is flip flop. <laughs> is our love uh, of theme parks. I'm yeah. Cheryl. <laughs> I'm Ashby. And I'm Molly. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. We're gonna talk about Disney World Resorts. Yay! He spends thousands of dollars on a soundboard and still, and still use my voice. Yep, that's. I don't know how much your soundboard was, but uh, I promise you, I it was not that grade. much. It was probably like five bucks or something. Digging into the Patreon money, I guess. <laughs> right. I was saying this this weekend to a friend, where I was like, "You want to hear some of my podcast opinions?" And she was like, "Like your opinion on podcasts?" And I was like, "No, no, no, just opinions I have about things." That no one asked for. These are our opinions on Disney resorts. We're just putting it out here. And if someone disagrees with us, like, whatever, that's fine. Yes. There is something weird about how we, like, we just, basically we're just, like, throwing things out into the oblivion. And we'll we'll never know. Like, there may be people that just listen to this every week and they're like, oh, God. Like, hate listen. This awful. Or there's people that are like, we love them. But we'll never know. Yes. We'll never we know. know. I mean, well, I guess we could. Like, it's not like it couldn't message us or send a put a comment or something on our Instagram. But like, who's got time for that? You know, mm, right. especially while you're driving and you're listening to us, and you're like, oh, these guys are great. But you're not going to tell us. We get it. Everyone's too busy for the internet. Like, we know it. Well, we listen. If it. you're if you're listening live right now, I need you to call in. Pull okay, over off a, the side of the road. We have a new phone number here at our live studio. Um, yep. 
You'll 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 see it on the screen right now. Lake Buena Vista on the screen in your yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and give us a call. Let us know how you feel. We'll put you live on the air. It's four oh seven W Disney. Oh God! Don't make him sit on that hold. <laughs> oh, I love calling in, but that's well, they have, another time. They have the best hold music. I'm, I'm not gonna. Lie. But you know what? You could use that number for to set up a reservation at a Walt Disney World Resort. Oh, exactly, exactly. Full circle. Or, Full circle. or you could go to. <clears throat> Disneyworld.disney.go.com and yes. also make a reservation. Don't forget the .go.com. Does anybody ever do? I, you know what I do? I just type in Walt Disney World in Google and I hit enter. Yeah. Do you really? <laughs> that works. That I never funny. go to the actual like. I don't type in. I don't really type addresses really much anymore. No. To be quite honest. I'll even go to Google sometimes and then wind up typing in Google and I'm like, no, that's. Not. <laughs> I. I do that when I want to see what, like, the Google Doodle is. Ooh. Oh, right. So, hot tip. Oh, wow, I can hear the train on Main Street. Oh. By the way, we're filming live at Magic Kingdom tonight. <laughs> From my tropical storm. And- <laughs> You're welcome. Hopefully you can also not hear my But wait, hat. people are like, the train's not running. I know, but it's still, you can hear it. <laughs> if you listen to your heart, you can hear. That's right. The Magic Kingdom Railroad. Is that what it's called? No. Walt Disney no. World Railroad. Sure. Railroad. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> Railroad. Railroad. But tonight, we're going to talk about Walt Disney World Resort Hotels. We're going to go category by category, hotel by hotel, and just give our opinions on the sleeping arrangements, maybe dining options, room types, views, amenities, things like that. Well, we better get started because we got a lot to cover and we've only got 30 minutes left. So let's go. <laughs> So Disney breaks down its its resort hotels into three main categories, and then there are some subcategories off of those, which we can explain. First, there's value resorts, and help me out, you guys. Is this between a hundred and two hundred dollars potentially? I think don't doesn't doesn't the website speaking of Disney dot com dot go slash Walt Disney slash Roy Disney? Yeah, yeah. Backslash, yeah, yeah, dot one two four. Um, don't they use like the little money symbols? So like, because they use it for like their dining and their resorts, where they'll be like, this restaurant is a two dollar sign resort, which means like cheaper, versus like a five dollar sign, which is like I'm not going there. I guess it does technically, but I get where I get a little confused is it starts at two dollar signs for value, so like there are no one dollar sign. Disney. Right out the mm. gate, it's like, yep, you're doing it. The next category is the moderate resort. Spoiler, possibly my favorite category. Um, and then we go up to deluxe, which we would call fancy hotels, I think. Those are our fancy <laughs> hotels. And then there's also a subcategory off of deluxe um, called deluxe villas, which we can dig into the details of that. It's a little bit a little bit confusing on the surface because it's a mix of DVC or Disney Vacation Club hotels, um, which are sometimes bookable to a regular guest, sometimes not. Then there's things like the treehouse and campgrounds and things like that. But we'll get into that later. You know, as I'm looking over the website, it looks like they might have gotten rid of the 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 money signs. I don't see them anymore. That's that's uh, that's disappointing. All the prices are going up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess the one thing I will mention is 
another option. There are two other options for your Disney stay. One, you could stay in the um, on-site non-Disney hotels, which we can talk about those. Um, not Actually, we're not going to talk about those, so just to list them really quickly here. There's the Disney Springs Hotel, and you said, Ashby, those are somewhere it's called something. Oh, like the Hotel Boulevard? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Um, there's also the Swan and Dolphin, not official mm, Disney mm-hmm. hotels. Um, there's a Waldorf, uh, Hilton, I think a few, a few Hiltons. But we're not going to go in those into those today. But those are other options, which do have some crossover benefits to staying on a Disney resort, but they're not owned and operated by Disney. So we're going to exclude those for today. Okay, I think I may have a final verdict on the money sign. <laughs> so here's where they have it now. If you pull up like the list of resorts, and then there's a filter, you can filter it by price range. And so the way they have it listed is $1 sign means that the range is between 0 to 175 per night. I don't even know why they put 0 on there, but whatever. <laughs> and then $2 signs means 175 to 250 and $3 signs means it's over $250 a night. But that's the only place I see it now. They don't have it actually like listed by the resort like in their information. It's just you can sort it that way if you like. And then it's just 250 250- Plus, like that's I feel it. Like yeah, most hotels are over two fifty a night. Right. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, let's let's start under two fifty for most nights of the year. <laughs> I'll take uh, value for under two fifty, please. Okay. First up, we have <laughs> the All Stars. The All Star hotels are broken into three different categories, three different resorts: All Star movies, All Star sports, and All Star music. And this is located in what is considered the Animal Kingdom Resort area. Um, but I like to remember where they are because they are located on the near the on-site uh, Disney McDonald's location. Thank you. Ah, much. right. Mm-hmm. And right. also Wide World of Sports. Mm-hmm. So kind of that southern southern border of the property. Mm-hmm. Myself, I've never. St- I've had like I think either family Was or friends what? have that have stayed there. Um, wow! All star. Here's here's my here's my this is my opinion, Here we and go. I I've never stayed there, but it is because it is the cheapest out of all of them. Uh, it has in my mind for some reason it has the reputation as being a little bit louder, a little bit more crazy. Um, certain times of the year when they're doing their big like cheer festivals or things like that, like also. My take on the All-Star is very much like it's, to me, it's almost the same as like staying at a hotel. Or maybe you could even find a nicer hotel outside of property. So that's where I'm kind of in, just with those specific, just the All-Stars, not not all values, just the All-Stars. Um, they've never really had much of an appeal for me. You know, I guess, again, if you're just looking for something to stay in, you know, somewhere to sleep and somewhere that's easy to get to the parks, you know, staying on property, then, you know, this might be the one for you. But again, I haven't stayed there myself. I've just either had friends that have stayed there or I have heard, you know, heard gossip about staying there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cheryl? Um, I stayed there for a dance team competition. Uh-oh. So, mm. Proving <laughs> Ashby's point. But I will say, so one thing about All-Star, if it is your first time to Disney and you are just looking to go to the parks, I think it's perfect, especially if you have kids. Because it is a place to sleep and shower 
it is great value. Know that it will feel it will feel like a motel in a little in a Disney standard way, but it is still a Disney hotel, so it's very clean, it's very safe. But yeah, cheer competitions. Interesting. I think I'm gonna come down on the positive end of the All Star Resorts. Um because so I have stayed there at different eras of my life. Like when when we were when I was little, we stayed at the All Stars several times. And then I stayed there as an adult a few times for um like quick weekend visits and things like that when I'd come down for horror nights and, and such. And Ashby are spot on. The theming itself is like it's intended to be kind of like in your face and overwhelm. It's like to just describe it, say all-star sports, there's like giant footballs everywhere <laughs> and giant surfboards and there's loud music playing and in between the you know hotel buildings, which are motel style, so the doors on the outside, they're like, they're designed to have, to have kids kind of run around and scream and jump and play. So they are definitely like intended to be a little bit more loud and bright and festive. And so they are, and they are the cheapest. So it kind of, like they're cheapest in that they're always full, so it's always crowded, right, always loud, right, all right. of those things. Um, and honestly, like there's music playing everywhere. That totally adds to the to the <laughs> like the volume. Um, but in the past five years, they've refurbished all of the rooms there, so they're some of like the freshest on property, which is really mm. cool. It, it like Cheryl was saying, if you've never been to Disney. Even at, it just feels so Disney when you're there. Like you like do not, in maybe a positive or a negative way, but you don't forget that you're at Disney World. And I think that's what people love about it. Um, The rooms are small, though. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it is, it's a a motel room. I mean, essentially, you know, because it's just the beds and the little bathroom with a little sink and, you know, that's it. Yeah, so the room size themselves are 260 square feet. So it's tight. Mm-hmm. Um, the refurbished rooms have a full-size bed and then a pull-down Murphy bed, mm-hmm. um, which especially, you know, if this is intended to have two adults maybe or a family with small children because there's not a ton of space. But if that is your traveling scenario and the price is right, eh? I don't know. I think it's great. The food courts are really good at All Stars from like a variety perspective. Um, a dig, a major dig, probably the biggest dig to All Stars is the bus situation. It's a little dicey. Right, because th- there's only a stop. Like, explain that, because I know, I know there's a weird thing there, right? So, first of all, just geography. It is, they're located so far away from magic kingdom specifically like they you there these are like polar opposite corners of property north the north and south ends of the of the entire property so it takes a long time to get to even you know say no traffic or no stops it takes a long time to get to magic kingdom it's closest to animal kingdom mm-hmm. and the other ones are in the middle um but the problem is that each resort so we're talking so these are the all-star resorts but there's three different sub resorts that are kind of you book them separately um, and they each have their own bus stop but 
I'd say unless it's kind of like max, max, full bus fleet is out in full force, um, they're going to make stops at each of the resorts. So say you get Mm. on at sports, they're probably going to pick up at music and movies as well. I don't remember which order it is in, but if if you're kind of that unlucky first person or first bus stop, you're going to have to stop at the other resorts as well, which could easily add 15 to 20 minutes onto your total trip. So all of a sudden... Your trip to Magic Kingdom might be like 45 minutes long. Oof, good grief. It's long. And as you can tell, again, these are giant resorts with that are at a, at a value price, so they're almost always full. Mm-hmm. You're also just jam-packed onto these buses as well. Right. I know they're, they are always trying to kind of continually improve that experience, so... I haven't been there in a, in a handful of years, so hopefully that improved that like experience has improved. But um, that's tough. <laughs> um, yeah. Any on-site uh, like a restaurant at all? So they or do is it just a, a quick service. Just the yeah, just the quick service food court, but it it is one of those kind of like sections ones where like over here's the grill and then Got it's it. sandwiches and then it's pasta and then it's the, like a rotating entree. Um, and I think they work really hard at at making that pretty solid. Again, some of the other value resorts have better reputations for their food courts, but you know, All Star was the was the standard. They kind of set a high bar for the other ones to follow up on. So got it. Um, but yeah, some some highlights from All Star movies. You got Toy Story area, um, Mighty Ducks, and One Hundred and One Dalmatians, Fantasia. What else am I missing? Herbie the Love Bug. I don't know about that one. Um, <laughs> movies, or that was movies. What did I, what did did I say? Movies. Um, All Star Sports. There's surfing. That's kind of the main big pool. Football, baseball has another pool. Um, hockey. I want to say. <laughs> sports are hard for me. <laughs> All Star Sports, tennis, basketball football yeah and looking at it now i've stayed in the surf room the football room the baseball room the basketball room i've only not stayed in the, in the tennis room how embarrassing <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> huge sports fan um and then music so music's kind of a funny one because of the three all-star resorts i'd say it's the least popular because people are attracted to sports because their kids are in sports or people are attracted to movies because you're their kid loves Buzz Lightyear or whatever. So movie or music, I think, often gets the most overlooked. So if you are looking to stay in an All-Stars, I would check music first. Um, and it's broken on, into musical genres. So like country music with some big um, cowboy boots and the Broadway. Yeehaw! Yeah. <laughs> Broadway music. And they have all like the Disney shows, marquees. Yeah. So anyway, another good note there is that they do have really good pool bars. And by really good, I mean just really fun. Not necessarily mm-hmm. like the world's best bars, but they're fun. If I were giving a recommendation of where to stay and someone mentions anything to me about like, we've got a budget, I'd say don't overlook All-Stars. It could be a really good trip for you, especially if you want to spend most of your time in the parks. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the big thing is if you're if you're concentrating on doing parks and really you just need a place to crash and you're okay with possibly being a little bit more of a rowdy atmosphere and lots of kids and lots of families and things like that, then, you know. All right. Who would you recommend, if you were to recommend All Stars, who do you think is like the 
the ideal guest for an all-star resort? I mean, someone that's an all-star, duh. God. Right, all-star. Smash Easy mouth. Question. Smash yeah, smash. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, if you are like freshman, sophomore in college, like it's your first spring break at Walt Disney World, just stay there. Save yourself some cash. Go party at Disney Springs instead. Yeah, I'd say, like, around a similar vein. Like, if you are, like, adult friends going to Disney and there's no more than three of you, I think that could be a good spot for you. Like, if you're going to be very parks-focused and you're looking to save a little money, I think All-Star can work well. Yeah, you might be, you might not care so much for like the noise doesn't bother you as much or you're not opposed to walking or um and the reason i say adults is because um i would just say budget (laughs) the money you're saving to um stay at the all-star just uber everywhere right right you'll be at magic kingdom in like 12 minutes and it'll make you upset that's only if you're a molly though if you're a cheryl take the bus waste your time i love it Save that money, honey. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I'm coming off as so like bougie in this episode. This no. doesn't spill over oh, into my lifestyle. I mean, once we get to deluxe, Molly will feel like she's we're in her world. So, oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> Deal. If you're a Molly, you just know what you like, and you're proud of your life, and you spend your time and your money to enrich it. If you're a Cheryl, then you're just kind of a garbage person, but you like to have fun. You Don't like no, talk no, no, about Cheryl that not, and not in it. Oscar the Grouch is my hero. It just means that you have very low standards and you just are all about the fun. Oh my god. Wait, are we ranking ourselves uh, as the the levels of Disney resorts? So Molly's the deluxe. Is Ashby a moderate? And then Cheryl is the value? Like, is that what's happening right now? Cheryl is literally like, the po- like both. She is absolutely the moderate, but with the inheritance of uh, like what is the super plus plus deluxe diamond star? <laughs> <laughs> I thought oh Ashby, you're going to say, are we now ranking ourselves as Sesame street Muppet? <laughs> I would say I, I'm prairie dawn, obviously. Oh my God. Everything about me. Oscar the grouch. A hundred percent. And Ashby's obviously Elmo. Elmo. Oh, oh my God. Crowd favorite. That tickles. <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> Love <laughs> it. Gross. Um, oh God. Great. Let's All right. Let's, let's hop on a here. bus and go to Disney Springs and then go to a different resort. Time. We don't have time to get Damn on it. a bus. <laughs> I'm taking an Uber over to Pop Century. Hooray. Ooh. Which is another value resort. I myself have never been. Uh, and actually, funny enough, I've never had like a friend or family member stay at Pop Century. But it's one that I've always wanted to stay at because i loved just seeing the pictures of the theming and everything and it seemed like it would be like a cool place to go yeah but sadly i have not been i've never even been to visit gosh i need to like go what am i i gotta go i'm gonna go right now and i'll be back in about um two hours okay but i do think we have to delineate is this okay so this is pop century meaning like rubik's cube staircases and not art of animation Correct. Right. Those are very different resorts, but I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. Yeah. Because not 
I always thought that Art of Animation was just the expansion of Pop Century. Oh. I thought it was like the Bay Lake Tower to the contemporary. Oh, I never thought that. Oh, so, so I'm very wow. wrong. Cheryl, you just set me up to talk about this. Great. Good never job. Been more, I've never been more proud. You, you think that because it, the site in which Art of Animation now sits was the planned expansion for Disney's Pop Century that never happened. <gasps> mm. Right? So it's across what's called Hourglass Lake, which is meant to originally name to show like the passage of time. So with Pop Century specifically, in this resort, you have the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. And they're considered the classic years. So you have things like from a sock hop from the 50s, flower power from the 60s, I believe disco from the 70s, which is great. Um, the 80s is the 80s. And then the 90s, I never remember specifically because there's like a big laptop computer that's both like the pool oh, um, right. and the changing room and things like that. It's, um, it's pretty cool. But the planned expansion for it was to go the, the previous decades then. So like the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. But that never happened because when that was being built, it was kind of the very, or when it was being planned, it was the early 2000s when we were mm. in kind of like post 9-11, early recession-y type time periods. And so that project got totally shelved. And um, it used to be like you could actually see the building, right? Yes. From, from the resort. See, it was just sitting there. You could see a couple of buildings that were already being built. And it's funny because so Pop Century has a very similar, a little bit different, but a very similar layout to an all-star with the main building, with the check-in and the gift shop and the food court. Um, and then the the decades buildings kind of scattered throughout. Again, that, that outdoor facing door, that like motel style room, similar size, I believe. Yeah, 260 square feet. And they started to build those on the other side. And then they stopped. Mm-hmm. And some, I believe, actually were torn down. But they are now the current day standard Little Mermaid rooms at Arnhem mm-hmm. Animation. Oh. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that. But what's di- what's different between the two resorts is that are, there are family suites at Arnhem Animation and standard rooms at Pop Century. But they're totally different resorts with different themes. Really. Totally. Right, right. At the end of the day. I'm the only person who stayed at Pop Century. Is this Apparently. Funny? Yes, ma'am. It's so funny. Like, I think, feel like I keep coming off as like kind of snooty in my opinions, but I've stayed at all the value resorts. <laughs> <laughs> and Cheryl's going to come in hot and, and say staying at all the deluxe resorts. <laughs> all the bougie ones, but. <laughs> oh, that's well, I, I never, I never came down. I only came down to Disney once as a guest. And that was with my family. And I think we've talked about this before on previous podcasts. Like I was 16 years old and we stayed at Caribbean Beach because it was like a mid-level, you know, um, price point. And um, we didn't know. We really were just kind of like shooting in the dark. Like, where do we go when we go to Disney? And this one looked very, you know, tropical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't like we were coming every year where like probably a budget would have been more friendly to, to us. Sure. Um, where we would have stayed. And I, and then once I worked down here, I really only stayed places, you know, when we would get a nice discount during the holidays or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you're going to get that great of a discount, then obviously I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to 
I'm going to put the money on things that I would normally never have the money for. Absolutely. There's these giant, bright, colorful, uh, you know, three-story, four-story icons in each century building, um, several different pools that are highly themed, a really good food court, I'd say. In my experience, there are people who are very loyal to this resort. Like, they come back every year. They, like, book. They do that, like, bounce-back booking where you book your next prep trip while you're on a current trip. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of bookings happen that way at Pop. Oh, the the layout of the room also has gone through a refurbishment. They're very similar to the All-Stars with the queen-size bed or a king-size bed and then also the pull-down Murphy bed that fold like the table turns into the bed, which again is good for kids not only cuz it's just a teeny bit smaller, it's also just fun. Like I can imagine if I were 6, I'd be like Hell yes! So fun. Can Um, I? The only thing I know about Pop Century is anytime I see a really Instagrammable cupcake that's at Walt Disney World, it's always from Pop Century. Yeah, (laughs) I yeah I think the so it's the Everything Pop Food Court. I think it's known for it has like a secret menu as well. I believe that if you wanna and a tie dye cheesecake. Sorry. And it, yeah, the tie-dye cheesecake, that's been there from day one. Um, the secret menu, I think you have to ask a cast member to see it, and they bring it out in one of those, oh my god, what's it called? What was that toy called from when we were kids that is red and it has like a viewfinder? No, oh, the viewfinder. Yeah, it's magic, <laughs> oh, I think yeah. magic something. Yeah, view master. Wow. Okay, well, yes, you can see one of those, and they have the, um, the little like cartridge is the secret menu items, which is a hoot. It's very clever. It is located in, I would call it like Epcot, but is that fair? I think it is Disney Springs. Really? Because the Epcot ones are the ones around that lagoon. Okay, like officially. Yeah. Resort area says, yeah, Wild World of a Sports Resort area. Ooh, interesting. So it's still kind of <clears throat> down by All Star a little bit, but I will say it's that much closer to the other parks that it kind of makes a big difference in a positive way. I would say, yeah, it's more of a central area than mm-hmm. the All Star for sure. There is bus transportation to all the all the theme parks in Disney Springs. Um, it does not share a bus loop with Art of Animation, even though they're right next door neighbors that you can see. So that's a huge benefit to staying at Pop Century. And maybe the biggest one of all is that it's on the Skyliner route. Kind of yeah. amazing. I'd say that the price, the average price of this hotel is um, a little bit more, or any of the all-star resorts in, in on average. Okay, who would you recommend a good candidate to stay at Pop Century? Uh, maybe the juniors in college. Like, you okay. have a little bit more money. <laughs> you know, your your time yeah. is becoming more valuable, and you just like a little class. I think I, I would stay at the Pop Century. I think this is the, this level and up, I would stay. I just, All-Star is just down. It's too far, and it has too many, like, transportation is kind of bleh. You know, all the, all the things that are kind of the cons of the All-Stars, I feel like Pop Century and above, they don't necessarily have. So, like, this is a good starting resort for you if you're looking for just a nice place to stay that's centrally located, has great transportation options, food options on site. Like, I would recommend it for a family if you are going to have a stroller to travel mm-hmm. with every day. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you're bringing your own stroller. The biggest reason being... 
you have to fold up your stroller to get on a Disney bus, and sometimes that can be a pain in the butt, and it will still be a pain in the butt for you to go to Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom, but you don't have to fold up your stroller when you get on the Skyliner, and so you can take that to two parks, mm. and it just kind of eliminates a couple of headaches. So nice. if someone was bringing their own stroller, I would say you might want to seriously consider Pop Century for that. Well, we don't have to take a Skyliner yet, because I think we can just walk yeah right on over to art of animation our final stop on our disney value resorts can i tell you i'm very excited to learn about this one and for the information you've already shared because i realized that i have been super bougie and i haven't i didn't know art of animation wasn't pop century even after the fact that i booked a weekend this weekend and i am staying in a cars family suite Ooh. Reason being, I recently became obsessed with the Fast and Furious franchise, and I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. excited to shower in a car wash oh and Absolutely. have dinner in a car garage. Yeah. Are you bringing a cutout of Vin Diesel with you? When do I not? No, correct, correct. Yeah, dumb question. It's him dumb and Tyrese, question. though. It's like, I can't yeah. tell who's my favorite. Oh, that's why you have got the family suite, so you all can stay together. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I don't have a lot more to share about Art of Animation. But the one thing I will say about the Art of Animation and why I'm so excited to go there, it was just like a one night, like I needed a staycation, and it is by far the most Instagrammable that I've seen. Like, mm-hmm. I love the photos that people have from the different places, and I just want to be that person. Well, I'm can't wait for you to be that person thank yeah. you yeah thank you so much i guess uh, art of animation is the only value i've stayed at and i stayed at the i stay i've stayed in the lion king section and i've stayed in the cars section Ooh, but i've not been suite? in the little mermaid section yeah 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 and um that's what i love to me they almost like the fan because of the family setup it's almost like um it's like you're at a villa almost, in a way, which is nice because it's like multiple rooms. Um, I don't know. It just has like a nice feel to it. Okay. So there are four sections at Art of Animation. One that we already talked about was the Little Mermaid. Um, and that is the only part of the hotel that has standard sized rooms at 277 square feet. Um all of the other three sections, so Finding Nemo, Cars, and The Lion King, are all family suites. Mm. 565 square feet. They're big. Like, almost almost double. Yeah. It's crazy. And they each have two bathrooms. Um, one bedroom, I think, with a big bed. Um, and mm-hmm. then a similar setup to the other Valley Resorts with a fold-down Murphy bed that come, that converts from a table and chairs into a bed it's actually it's actually really neat um and then an Mm -hmm. extra bonus little like sitting room area living room area that i also believe folds out into a bed um yeah it's like a a, yeah a couch bed or whatever yeah you need plenty of space for tyrese luda han vin diesel and you also have to save a seat open for polly you know yeah always every time the family Mm Always, always, always. One day maybe we'll get some more like insider information from Disney on like 
how they made that decision to switch from, first of all, the pop century model to animation, and then also from standard rooms to family suites. Um, my guess is that this is a family de- family destination vacation, and people have more kids than two a lot, so how do you accommodate that? But also just be interested to see how, how it all kind of came together. Well, and the thing that I love about that particular setup is, like, I talked about this before, some... I, in general, I sometimes always got the feel of like, why would I spend money on a Disney hotel room that is just literally the same layout as a hotel room outside of property, right? Now, granted, there's a lot of other things on the outside that are included in your price for Disney, right? Like the bus transportation. There's a lot of pros to like why you pay a little bit more, right? But as far as like, if you're just comparing room to room, I never understood like the appeal of like paying more money for a room that's exactly the same. Now, Art of Animation and other resorts that have villa options and one bedrooms and two bedrooms, things like that. Now that to me, that should be standard in my opinion, because I feel like that is what people like that. That's like getting the bang for your buck, if you will. Well, and they're extremely heavily themed. Like this is, I think they're the first rooms on Disney property to feature Disney characters in such a in-your-face way. I guess All Star mm-hmm. Movies does, but again, Herbie the Love Bug. What? <laughs> but like, there's a big Woody and a big Buzz at, at All Star Movies. But this hey, is. Yeah. <laughs> but this is this is like a next level. It's not so much like big icons as much as like it kind of immerses you in each of these stories. Um, right, to right, right. To a degree right. that is again very photogenic and um peaceful um i I guess peaceful as opposed to like it's hard to practice your gymnastics routine in between the buildings here as opposed to like the football area of all-star sports that is just like yeah we so did we ran our competition routine over and over yeah i mean as you should like it's designed for that sort of interaction yeah literally everyone would just hear shot through the heart (laughs) shot through the heart (laughs) (laughs) what a song choice and you're too blank bam it was a remix i'm guessing yes i thought you just like couldn't get the first couple steps done so you had to keep practicing it okay No, here's the deal. In dance, it's like there's this thing called POM where it's like you kind of are like a cheerleader, but you don't do any flips. Competitive dancer and jazz. Yeah. And side note, do we want to, because this is going to get lengthy, break it down from like value and deluxe and then spend an entire episode on like the bougier ones? I wouldn't mind. We're going to have a two-parter. We're going to have a two-parter. Our first two-parter ever. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Ashby, um, what else about Art of Animation should we mention? Um, I personally think it's one of my favorite quick service food locations. I don't know why, but I just love it. And I think at the time of opening, if if my memory serves, it was the first and only place to do quick service with actual plates and silverware. Uh, they were trying to do a full, like, you know environmentality type uh, atmosphere there and i just i don't know it just even just having like regular plates and silverware makes it feel like it's a different level um of a resort i think so 
I think so. I, another kind of big difference from like a literally like a physical difference in the hotels is they got away, except for these standard Little Mermaid rooms that are very similar to Pop Century, all of the the buildings themselves, you enter through a front door, walk mm. down a hall, a very extremely themed hallway, <laughs> right. depending on what section you're in, yep. um, and you enter your room from the inside. So it's a hotel style um, building with, with the rooms. Right. Um, which we should mention this. These rooms are wildly themed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's no subtlety here. <laughs> none. And I, I think that is my slight hesitation with these rooms where maybe I would, if I didn't have a large group I was traveling with, I, if I was not traveling with the Fast and the Furious crew, I would probably <laughs> maybe choose Pop Century or even an all-star over it because the theming of these rooms, I admit, intimidate me a little bit. They're a little a little loud for me. And also this weird combination of like highly themed and then there will be this big blank wall with what right. looks like a with, with what looks like a like a stick-on decal of Ariel, <laughs> and I just it confuses me a little a little bit. Right. Um, so I'd say that's maybe my critique of art of animation is like it might be a little bit loud for for me a childless millennial but if you are again if you are a kid and you're traveling with your family especially the first time you're super into disney movies you're gonna spend a ton of time in the parks and you walk into your finding nemo room and nemo is everywhere and so is dory right so yeah crush like that's gonna blow your mind in a an amazing way and kid kids around that age you know that would love that are just gonna like die they're gonna love staying in a room like that also, there are great pools. Yeah, the pools are cool. Um, the big blue pool, which is the Finding Nemo area, and I'd say the main pool. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say that. It is the main pool. <laughs> right. And I agree with that. A fun fact about that pool is that if you swim underwater, you can hear music playing yeah. under underneath the water. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Could you do that for us, Cheryl? No, I mean like when you're there. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. That was amazing. Oh, you did it better. <laughs> wow, it just seems like I'm right there in the water. Oh my god. This is. <laughs> oh my god. It's amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so the only thing I'll talk about other about art of animation is um, one of my favorite things to do at Disney's California Adventure is the is the animation building. I think it's called the Art of Animation, right? Yes, uh, Art of Animation. Animation Hall yeah. is the bu- main building. And it's just, that to me is such a great place for anybody who grew up watching Disney films because you stand inside that building and there's just like music and videos and uh, screenshots of like old drawings and things like that. Anyways, that environment's really cool to me. So then you go over to Art of Animation Resort and right when you walk in the lobby, you immediately see like sketches along the wall of different movies and characters and things. And and that's just like, if you're looking for a place that like vomits Disney, this is your this is your place to go right here. And I love that from like a like a nostalgia perspective. And then also it's just like seeing kids the way they react to this kind of a place is is pretty amazing. I will say like the animation hall, the main lobby building, even the check in area is so beautiful Mm -hmm. like it has a whole wall like a light up wall and then 
um, other, the opposite wall is full of like artist sketches and you can see how the, the characters actually have developed from the initial concept art to the final product and actually the, the actual steps, like right? Like actual pencil sketches to full-blown color animation. It's, it's really, really well done. Um, mm -hmm. And is also a Skyliner hotel, which is great. It has its own bus line. But here's where it gets a little bit tricky. This is categorized as a value resort, but it's kind of expensive to stay here. Mm -hmm. It pushes it. You know, there are moments when I've been like pricing out a Disney vacation for myself or someone else where it's cheaper to stay in a moderate resort than it is to stay in Art of Animation. Because of the family suite. It is a lot of the family suites, but even the nightly rates for the Little Mermaid rooms sometimes push it. I think it's just, again, an, another extremely popular hotel that is sought after for the theming. Mm. Um, all right, Cheryl, who would you recommend stay at Art of Animation? Me. Um, go okay. and talk. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You and Vin Diesel. Yeah, if you are a huge Fast and the Furious fan, I think I highly recommend it. This is a pre-recommendation. Okay. Okay. Um, Ashby. Who do you recommend stay at Art of Animation? Um, I kind of touched it a little bit earlier. I think that, like, uh, if you have kids, like, in the age range that just love Disney films, I think this is your place to go. Uh, especially if they're, like, a big fan of one of the three, like Little Mermaid, Cars, or Lion King. Um, although I would be careful because don't don't get messed up and go into the wrong because we've had that before. We, we actually – a funny story. We went one time with some friends and their kids – and they had a they had a reservation for Little Mermaid because the the little girl loved Little Mermaid. But when they got there, the cast member was like, "Oh, hey, we actually have a Lion King family suite available, and we wouldn't charge you more for it. Like it was a free upgrade." So then it was like having this conversation with this poor like four year old girl to be like, "Well, we know you love the Little Mermaid, but like if you want to stay there, we will, but." <laughs> So we ended up staying at the Lion King, but it, again, I think it's just a great place for a family. Kids will love it. If you're a person like me that just loves those Disney films, like I think the Cars area itself is like when you walk out to the just the theming of walking through the different you know elements of Cars Land. I, I don't know. It, to me, it's just a great place. I think it's a great place to stay. I think it's it's funny to me that it's actually in value. Yeah, I, I guess I would recommend it. A very similar recommendation for someone who's like a super fan of one of these movies who really wants to like immerse themselves in the theming and who if budget isn't kind of your number one concern when planning um it's still going to be cheaper than staying at a deluxe resort for sure but it's it's not cheap, cheap. no so um, i looked up um second week of january typically a, a slower time of year right this is for 2022 so Little Mermaid standard room is one ninety three per night. When you get into the family suites, they start at four twenty four a night. <laughs> oh my god! Can you see? Can you see what like Pop Century is or All Star for that same night? Yeah, let me switch over here real quick. All right, so Pop Century is showing standard room one seventy a night, and then preferred pool room, which is their highest, was one ninety six per night. All Star, I'll just throw it in there real quick. Uh, it's posting 149 for their preferred room. I can't see a standard because they're not available. So yeah, I mean, it, it really does kind of rank up in the order we we talked about. The the price yeah. kind of goes up and yeah. up and up. Um, yeah, a 200 approaching 200 dollars is for a standard Little Mermaid room. 
that's like Caribbean beach prices. Right. We know how I feel about Caribbean beach. I love it. I love it. Ooh, speaking of, are we ready to uh, get off the bus and get into our limo? I'm kidding. It's not a limo. Yeah, let's get over on over to a moderate resorts here. <laughs> let's start, start at Caribbean beach because it's a great place to start. It's one of the oldest of the Disney resorts, from like, especially one of the moderates. And it's also one of the largest Disney resorts, just from like a sheer um, size of the, the complex itself. It's mm-hmm. very, very large. Um, and the fact that it's one of the older resorts gives it such a like overgrown and lush character oh, it's to amazing. it, which I think yeah. suits the theming also so well. And just the fact that like these are actual mature trees that have been here for 30 years um that's amazing it really it is fantastic it is themed to um the caribbean if that was wait what yeah it's themed to um herbie the love book <laughs> <laughs> i love it so much um the room size is a little bit larger than the value so it's at 300 square feet um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you are in any moderate resort and you've ever been in a value resort, the size difference feels massive. Mm-hmm. And there, there's all of a sudden a spot for a stroller or your suitcase. A little bit of square footage goes a long way, the difference between a value and a moderate. And that is something to take note of if you're traveling with a family, just the ability to sp- spread out even just a little bit more. Very helpful. It is a motel style, again, with the outdoor-facing door, and it's separated into five um, different sections or islands representing the Caribbean. So do I have a list here? Yeah, so there's Trinidad, Martinique, Barbados, Aruba, and Jamaica, and they're all circling all these different villages or islands are surrounding a big main lake area, which again is beautiful and surrounded by a beach lovely yeah i love the i just love the being on the water so much mm-hmm. in this resort it's really really pretty yeah and they recently went through a big 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 refurbishment the past five years that redid a bunch of the rooms and then also the main building and then okay well, i'm getting away from myself then they added riviera <laughs> they actually tore down two of these islands to build the riviera resort so this is kind of the current <gasps> setup of it so there used Wait. to be the separate building you used to go to to check in that was different from where the food they court was. Change like wait, they got rid of buildings to make the Riviera. Yeah, it used to cir- the entire resort used to circle the lake, and then they ripped out a bunch of buildings, got rid of them entirely to build the Riviera that now also looks over this lake. Hmm. Which, looking back on it, the Riviera is themed to like Europeans. Which yeah. Is- pretty colonizing thing to do when you think about it yeah across the water and then all of a sudden there's like you know jamaica trinidad they they were like wow we love this location and we're gonna make our europe hotel here (laughs) that's very dark huh i really wanted to stay at the riviera until right now now i don't i mean it's really wonderful i know we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that um, so yeah, Caribbean Beach is my favorite. It's also the main hub for the Skyliner, which means if you stay at Caribbean Beach, you don't have to transfer <laughs> to go anywhere, which is kind of amazing. True. Anyone else transfers through Caribbean Beach. I think that's a huge perk. Um, the reason I think Caribbean Beach got that huge perk is because of its central location, 
in the resort and also because it has a notoriously terrible bus system. Oh, God. Yeah. Possibly the worst bus system. <laughs> Is it because it's so big? Yeah, so it has an internal loop that stops at each of the villages. Oh, bus. Um, that just takes forever. And depending, and they, they change the route fairly often. I, I feel like I... There was a time in my life when I tried to keep track of it, especially when you're leading up to a trip. Like, oh, am I going to be, should I request this building or <laughs> this building? Do you want to be at the front of it or the back? And depending on if that's the first part of the night or the second part of the night, that could be better or worse, right? And I just stopped because they change it so often. And sometimes they skip uh, villages if they're already too full. Anyway, it takes forever. And people have horror stories. In my personal experience, it's never been bad at all. But that is only my personal experience. I feel like anyone else who's ever stayed there is like, it's the worst. <laughs> so that's a huge consideration and a, an obvious kind of ding um, to Caribbean Beach. I remember staying there again, but this was like pre what it is now today as far as rooms being upgraded and now the pirate rooms that they have and things like that. But the thing I love about this resort and also Port Orleans, which we'll talk about in a minute I just love the amount of space that they take up. They feel you feel like you're you're in a different place, um, and I do love that about these types of resorts. They do a good job of making you feel like you're in a Disney bubble from like a service and convenience place, but it doesn't hit you over the head with Disney stuff, and so it you are allowed to be very relaxed when you're at a moderate resort. I'd say that's kind of like a a theme across several of these. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you mentioned the pirate rooms. Let me be specific. Caribbean Beach is my favorite resort, and the pirate rooms are my favorite rooms in the <laughs> world of Disney World. Nice. Because they're ridiculous. They're truly ridiculous. They're themed to Pirates of the Caribbean, which is also a funny thing, because I call that movie pirates of the caribbean but i call, I call this resort caribbean beach oh yeah Why do we say that different yeah yeah I'm, I'm in the same boat yeah it's really weird you sleep in a pirate ship you have a skull and crossbones curtain carpet is made to look like it's a wood plank floor <laughs> they're really weird rooms for like a single lady to stay in me um <laughs> kids who are into pirates will probably love it but again, I just, I, they're so isolated from everyone. I think that's maybe what I like about it. And there is a kind of a pool bar food court area over by the pirate room that literally no one knows about. And it has the best food. I'm mm -hmm. obsessed with it. Now everyone's going to know. Uh, for that, for that same week in January, just, I looked it up. Uh, starting rate is 270 a night. Mm -hmm. Highest that's is 317 high. a night. Pirate, and pirate rooms are different. They're 293 and 300. <laughs> oh, so interesting. It is, there was a kind of a time period when they were always way more expensive, and then they're so far away, and they got so many complaints about it. I think Disney kind of were like, oh, okay, interesting. Oh, again, the resort is giant, so know that you're going to walk fairly far to get to that main pool, the main food court area, um, each little village or island has their own bus stop. Again, that's where that internal, um, all those stops come from. But if you are walking, it could take a while. So a perk that, oh my God, I hope sticks around, desperately hope sticks around. But when they were doing refurbishments to this hotel, like a multi-year refurbishment, 
they put Coke freestyle machines in each village, like right near um, where an ice machine would be or where the ice machines are. And so if you get your Disney refillable mug, you could just walk like downstairs, like one flight of stairs and then turn right or whatever and refill your soda, which That's is like so significantly great. more convenient than going to the food court and significantly more convenient than going to any other refill station at value at a deluxe like right right convenient um and as of my last trip that was still a thing i don't know about covid and i don't know about from just a maintenance standpoint if that sticks around but from a guest satisfaction from a molly satisfaction perspective it's amazing and it really made made my day every day cheryl do you have any thoughts on caribbean beach i love how happy it makes you (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ashby, who do you recommend Caribbean Beach for? Boy, I feel like if you've got, uh, you know, you've got a little bit of money to spend, uh, you've been saving up for a trip for a bit, you want somewhere that feels, I would say, you know, feels Florida-esque or, you know, any Caribbean location, maybe even like cruise-esque in a way, um, just because of that Caribbean feel, Uh, good central location, so families, I think, are good here. I, if you have young, young children with the distance between things, might be a little bit of a hassle for you, especially with the buses and the way they operate. Definitely couples. Yeah, maybe maybe a few of those uh, demographics. So they have a food court, but they also have the Spyglass Grill. That's what I love, the kind of hidden little pool. Um, and then Sebastian's Bistro, which is an actual sit-down restaurant. That's another thing that differentiates a moderate resort from a value resort is the is usually a sit-down restaurant option as well. And then they also have a very, very good poolside bar called Banana Cabana. And mm-hmm. it's, I love it. The end. Good resort. Oh, and an, and an amazing pool that's like... Uh, Theme to be like a fort where there's water slides and water cannons mm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's really fantastic and that's in that main main area the main building if your american girl doll is a molly then it's definitely for you <laughs> but i would also genuinely i would recommend this if you are just unsure never been to disney not sure what hotel is right for you this is probably the one to pick because it's your safest bet like it's just got everything and it's centrally located and i think It'll be a good starter resort. That is true, yeah. And some of the rooms actually have a fifth sleeper, which is the first time we're talking about this, where down from the TV, it's kind of like a dresser system. Um, you can actually pull down a, a small bed. I, I think it's it's like a cot almost. It's not even a twin. Um, but if you have a little kid, that can be a good option. It's, it's a good option for a little bit larger families who maybe don't want to stay in a suite, don't need a suite, but need a little extra space. Um, The fifth sleeper can be really good. Shall we head on over to Coronado Springs? All right, let's go. Coronado Springs is themed to Mexico. Uh, Celebrate the unique blend of Spanish, Mexican, and Southwest American cultures at Disney's Mm. Coronado Springs Resort. This beautiful lakeside oasis offers classic influences, Disney touches, and modern comforts to energize and inspire. And it is, let me just say, a stunningly gorgeous resort. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Similar to Caribbean Beach, it's very lush and definitely like mature in its flora and fauna. It's definitely kind of overgrown and nice. What I'd say is kind of interesting about this is the different buildings, the theming of them is actually, can feel 
pretty different as you walk around. I don't know if you guys have ever walked around the resort very much. A little bit. I've never stayed there, but I, this is totally random, but uh, I was there for, there was something at the convention side of things. Mm. And um, I, I walked around a little bit just to get a feel of the resort. I liked it. I've never stayed here either, but I did have a friend who was um, kind of similar, actually. So they were in town for a conference. So this was, this is a very popular conference um, hotel, or at least it previously was. They had a convention center, so businesses would host conventions here, and so this is where a lot of their guests would stay. So I guess in that way, it's a little bit more of a mature Disney hotel, I'd say. So the way the different hotel little clusters branch out are the casitas, the ranchos, the cabanas, and then the big new Destino Tower. The casitas are, I'm reading this off of wdwinfo.com. They've done a great little breakdown. Elegant and sophisticated casitas emphasize the residential areas of colonial cities found all over Mexico. The ranchos represent ranch houses of the dry southwestern Chaparral? Nope. Regions of northern Mexico and the American (laughs) Southwest. And the cabanas invoke the look and feel of a small tropical coastal fishing village on the Mexican coast. So as you go from area to area, they're very different. And each of them is really beautiful. Like, I honestly don't even know which one I'd want to stay in. They're all very cool. Yeah, I mean, they all look neat. I don't know why this particular resort hasn't been one that's like, that has that has reached out to go like, oh, I want to stay there. I don't, maybe it's just like, maybe it's not like that the aesthetic is not something that I'm, you know, I want to, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So, okay, the location for me is, it's actually decently centrally located. It's it, not bad, it's, yeah. It's somewhere between Animal Kingdom and kind of Hollywood Studios with a nice direct road up to, what's the main street that runs right into Magic Kingdom? Oh, uh... No. World Drive. World Drive, yeah. World yeah. Drive, yeah. So it, you're kind of you're kind of in that area. So you're, you're close to a lot of things. Um, you're very near Blizzard Beach. The water park is right there. And you'll so. eventually be the closest to that new shopping center out in, um, what's that called? Flamingo something or another that's off the 429 where the yes. new CP housing is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where CP housing is. It's like a direct route. Uh, right out to that location so once that builds up too that'll be another perk of staying at this resort yeah that's nice the rooms themselves just like a standard room there are also a little bit bigger than caribbean beach at 317 square or 314 square feet which is great yeah it's it's an amazing hotel and that there's a main food court area um it used to be the check-in but now all of the check-in actually happens at destino tower which i think oh really yeah (laughs) That's just kind of like an empty portion. Of, they might, I don't know. I don't know what they'll do with that. Maybe expand it for the, I don't know, food court maybe? Maybe yeah. turn it into a bar? I don't know. But it's a lovely hotel. Uh, it ought to be. Prices for this one are going to be increased a little bit here. So standard view of like the, the original rooms, 227 a night. Standard, That's a good price. Standard tower room, 275 a night. Now, it can go up to uh, the Casitas, the one-bedroom suite, nine eleven a night. Whoa! And the Tower, one-bedroom suite, 1084 a night. 
That is quite a jump. Yeah. So these are, and then there's there's a lot of rooms in between. So you could spend anywhere from two hundred high two hundreds to a thousand dollars a night, depending on how you want to live. Wow, that is wild. Yeah, let's actually talk about Destino Tower for a second. So it's themed to. It's kind of interesting. It's themed to a Disney animated film called Destino, which I think was like a collaboration with Salvador Dali. If I making, if I'm not mistaken, I do which not is just know. Like <laughs> something something a lot of people had never heard of, but I I like. I like that they did that. I like that they themed it to a kind of an obscure Disney animated um, short film, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. Or it might be full length. I'm not sure. Um, but it's a gorgeous, gorgeous tower. Um, and Disney isn't really known for building towers or hadn't been known for building towers, but they built uh, Riviera and Destino within a few years of each other, um, which is pretty neat. And it's it's grand and it's supposed to, similar to Coronado's um history of being a conference attractive to con- conference goers destino is part of that for sure um and it has uh, supposed to have really really good dining options on like the top floor they have a restaurant and a lounge you're supposed to have some fireworks views like i think it's supposed to be a beautiful kind of dining experience um there oh and they also opened like the three bridges restaurant which then links together all the different areas of the hotel in this restaurant in like a floating restaurant in the middle of the lake, which is supposed to be really good too. So it's seen quite a facelift over the past few years and looks pretty cool. Looking at the pictures and kind of talking about it, like I, I don't know why I've never been. I really am like, I, I, I need to check it out. I think it would be wonderful. Definitely. And I think the fact that it's always been appealing to adults, they like, when they did a refurbishment, they like continued the theme. Like it looks like a very mature Yeah, that's hotel. true. Yeah. So a fun fact is last so last summer when the NBA was in the bubble, one of the hotels that they sent some of the NBA players to was the Destino Tower. Oh, interesting. Cheryl, we've talked about this, but that some of the um, players were complaining because even though it was a brand new hotel, yes, they like couldn't open windows or there was no like outdoor. <laughs> they didn't have a balcony or anything, oh, so they right, were like, right. "Where am I?" I've seen some funny videos of some of the players like going down the slide at the pool oh my god <laughs> it's just great it looked really i love the nba bubble it was one of the greatest things to ever happen <laughs> to me um who is this hotel good for who would you recommend coronado springs to i feel like you kind of hit it a little bit just a second ago saying like this is in a very a very adult friendly i mean i'm sure there are probably lots of families that go here but i feel like this is really like if, if you're a couple, if you are maybe you're just by yourself coming down to Disney, yeah. um, this might be a good place for you, especially if you're looking for something a little bit more quiet or not quite blasted by Disney stuff, the children, the families. Um, you are going to run the risk of if there's convention going on, there could be, you know, a, a slew of convention guests, depending on what type of atmosphere that is, you know. Yeah, this is for anybody like pre-med or you just graduated college. <laughs> <laughs> because, and here's the deal. <laughs> I don't know why. But, okay, and I may have alluded to this, but my family are vacation club owners, which means we have adopted into the timeshare since, like, 1992. So I grew up in that, very much so. And so 
staying outside of Vacation Club, I don't know very often, but this was one of the only hotels that we definitely stayed in outside of that, and it mm. was amazing. But the things that were so great about it was the food court, and it has changed over the years where it's not as fun as it used to be. I think it's called the Pepper Market, where you used to be able to just go to different kiosks and get things like you could get a burrito over here or a side dish over here and they would stamp a card and then at the end based on your stamps they'd ring you up and you'd pay for it I don't think they do it like that anymore which is really sad but the food is very good and the pool is really great so on those two things alone it's something that me as an adult now I'm all about yeah, you mentioned the pool. I totally forgot about that. It's like a Mayan pyramid. Is yes. With, like with water. It's really beautiful. Yeah, it's a good pool. So I'm going to take a little bit of a departure here, and I'm actually going to recommend it to a family mm. whose kids actually do better in an environment that's a little quieter. Sure. Like they might actually be kind of like over stimulated at art of animation or like kind of just maybe they go to sleep early and they get, they would be really disturbed by like Cheryl's dance crew. Yep. 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 Um, outside of their room. As would anyone. <laughs> I, I would love it. Pers- personally, I Thank would love you. it because I love that song. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and I sometimes even think of like, how, what a how hard it is to get like on a bus sometimes at All Stars or Pop Century, but it might actually be decent to be on to be like the only kids on the bus at Coronado Springs because <laughs> it's not not kid friendly. It's still Disney for right, sakes, right, right, you know? right. You're not staying at a Vegas resort, <laughs> right? But it's like it is. It's not as obvious maybe as a Disney resort, and that might be to your benefit if you're looking to really like separate the parks and your your hotel time so yeah, that's a good point it for that. yeah that's a good point yeah. all right so our last stop for moderate resorts would be portlean port, ooh, port, port Lean. excuse me you get it right because this is my favorite resort Ooh. okay, okay. <laughs> excuse me our next stop is ashby's favorite <laughs> disney's port orleans resort that's both Port Orleans Riverside and Port yes. Orleans French Quarter, which are two separate resorts. So Disney does that sometimes, right? It's similar to the All Stars, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. it's the same resort, sorta, except the theming is different, and you book them separately. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like you book Port Orleans and cross your fingers for one. You choose which side you want to stay on. Ashby, where should we start first? Riverside oh or gosh. French Quarter. Well, the one side that I always stay on, and I think is the best, Riverside. Okay. Take it away. Tell us more about it. Okay. So if you've ever been or you've always wanted to be in some sort of, you know, movie version of New Orleans, (laughs) Mm. go go to Disney's Port Orleans Resort. Here's how I'll compare it. So you've seen um, Princess and the Frog. Picture Riverside as like the, the mansion that her best friend lives in. Like that's Riverside. Very like countrified, like very... Like along the water, I don't know. In my opinion, very beautiful, very open resort, uh, lots of space. And then if you want something that's more like where Tiana was going to have her kitchen, you know, her little restaurant set up, you're going to head over to the the French Quarter, like downtown, you know, New Orleans type feel. I think they're both they both have a great ambiance to them. Uh, I, I've I've walked through the French Quarter and they've had like the band playing inside and it's like it's I don't know it's just it makes me like melt a little bit it's just such a beautiful place to go and walk around and um stay but I will say it's not like the newest it's an older resort 
you know, Riverside, I don't know about French Quarter, but Riverside has the outside room entry. Very similar, I would almost say very similar to Caribbean Beach as far as like buildings kind of placed throughout, you know, it takes a little bit of time to get to places you want to get to. There is the nice access to the waterway where you can get on one of the boats and take it down to French Quarter or beyond. I don't know. I just love, like, I've gotten some really great photos there. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just like maybe coming from like, you know, living in Virginia, more of like a, a rural setting. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just love this location a lot. Yeah, the food is really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait a minute. It's all rushing back. I argue, counterpoint, I've never been to Riverside, couldn't care less about it. French Quarter is where it is at. And I will tell you why. For two reasons. One, they have an amazing pool with a really great bartender. We'll never remember her name. Let's go with Sandy. I think it was Sandy. They have you know, gumbo and a bread bowl. They have beignets. I'm sure they have that at Riverside, but I don't care. I don't think they do. I think you can only get them in French Quarter. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Even better. And then this highlight of it all, an amazing pool. And yes, it's family friendly. And I will tell you the most bizarre thing happened to me that I, it is a highlight of my life, like top 20 for sure. The, you know how there's those, the kids activities folks who will organize fun things to do around the pool so maybe it's karaoke maybe it's head shoulders knees and toes well this day it was a new orleans style parade full with mardi gras beads (laughs) and did i have a five-year-old throw me some beads yes did i earn those beads absolutely not no i had to i ran over to you with a towel and i was like cheryl i didn't do anything i didn't i did not They have fifth sleeper rooms in Port Orle- in some of the Port Orleans rooms, too, which is, again, just, like, super convenient if you have a couple of kids where maybe just the two beds is a little tight. But, yeah, it's a fantastic pool. It's a beautiful, beautiful resort. Um, again, very centrally located, very close, actually, to Disney Springs, which is great, <laughs> especially, again, if you're an adult. Disney Springs, being close to Disney Springs, I think is a huge perk. That's a fun place to be in like the evening, especially. Um, right. Lots of right. bars and restaurants and just like live music. It's a good place to be for sure. Where did the boats go directly to Disney Springs? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So like the, once you leave from there, what is the name of the river? The Sassaluga. Sassagula. Sassagula. Yeah. The Sassagula River runs straight to Disney Springs. Also convenient. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Sassaluga River. <laughs> Sassaluga. Uh, do, do, do they still have the piano player there? Do you guys remember that? Ooh, I think he got laid off. Yes, I think. Oh, okay. I think he was there until very recently. Okay, we until won't mention that no then. Was there. <laughs> until they bring him back, we'll just leave that out. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I hope they bring him back. He was an icon. Yeah, I feel like I want to say more things about Port Orleans, but Ashby, you did a very good job, like summing it up. I just can't say enough. And I get it. This will probably not be a place for everyone. But like for me, a with the soul of a 65 year old, yeah, like yeah. this is perfect yeah. for me. <laughs> Has Disney taste to it, but also like just feels like an old time resort location. This is great. I love it. Yeah. Um, who would you recommend it for then, Ashby? <laughs> 60 and plus. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> 
For me, I think what it was is like I'd never stayed in like New Orleans. I, I I finally was I finally went there like a few years back, but up until this point when I went, I'd never been before. And this was a cool little like, oh, this is kind of what it tastes like a little bit with the French Quarter. And then like, I love the music that just it, it, there's something about I, I think maybe like I, I lived there in another time. I don't even know. It's just like it feels like a nice home location for me. But anyways, I feel like families could probably enjoy this. Vin Diesel? Yeah. No, the maybe, maybe the not. Family. Maybe not the fam. Maybe not the fam. I don't think this might be a little too, too slow for them. I feel. I'm so sorry. I'm like obsessed. Anyway, keep going. So sorry. Uh, but I think couples for sure. I think this is a great location because there is some romantic like walking pathways, especially at night, walking along the water with the like giant mansions in the background is just beautiful. And because because you have like those old time lamp posts that line the pathways as you go. Yeah. Um, and they do like horse-drawn carriages. Oh, that's right. Stuff. Yeah, they do. It is a yeah. very romance-heavy resort, actually. The uh, even like yeah. the French yeah. Quarter is—it's very, very small, especially compared to the Coronado or Caribbean Beach. So it just feels very intimate, which is nice. Here's something I want to note about all the resorts we've talked about tonight. Um, in the value in the moderates, except for family suites, all of these hotels are. motel style meaning the door faces the outside which i love for the record but there's a thing at disney where people then decorate their outside window have you guys noticed this oh yeah it's totally a thing and i think i think it it probably lives in like facebook planning groups and stuff but also just like you see people do it and then you plan for next time maybe it's like happy birthday and sometimes the mouse keepers the housekeepers We'll put, like, a kid stuffed animal in the window, so then they kind of jumpstart the decor, you know? Yeah, so, like, that's a funny, like, value or moderate Disney-ism is, like, decorating your window, which I've never done, not because I don't like it, but because I just, like, don't, I don't, I'm not that clever. Sure. Um, (laughs) You know, if you've always wanted to go to Mardi Gras, but you're really scared of just, like crowds and you know just and you want to feel safe like maybe you know you're just a little bit more sheltered and you're like no absolutely not I don't want a bunch of craziness yes. it's perfect <laughs> that, that's me, Ashby. <laughs> like, you know if Ashby were to be like hey guys I'm going to Mardi Gras this week he means French Quarter it means he's just saying a French right. Quarter instead of Riverside <laughs> it's like it's the beauty of the French Quarter without the smells of the French Quarter absolutely or the mysterious liquids running down the street yes like if you go to epcot to feel like oh i've been international recently like but without the hassle or you know the stress of being in a different country that is that's who should go (laughs) exactly and so it's a little bit of all of us yeah Um, i think that's spot on it's like um sanitized <laughs> and there's no shame in that. Like, that no, it, you ha- it's an appreciation of the beauty. Who am I gonna recommend? Um, I get, yeah, it definitely, it's definitely romantic. Um, it's quiet. Um, I'd say anyone who wants to stay in a moderate resorts and values convenience to transportation, because even if you could stay along the river at French Quarter and still be like three minutes away from the bus stop, like it's that small. French Quarter is. Um, Riverside's a little bit larger, though, so that's not a tip there. Yeah, and, like, also, another thing I forgot to mention was, like, if you prefer... Because, like, for me, I don't like staying in, like, high-tower hotels or, like, motels that are all... You know what I mean? Like, this doesn't have that feel because it's so 
like um, spread out and kind of like what you were saying about some of the other resorts. It's been around for a long time, so everything's grown. A lot of oak trees, a lot of, yeah. Definitely. I think it's funny. What's funny is the moderate resorts are all very old because they built the, some of the deluxe resorts and then they wanted like a different price model, but they hadn't done value yet. And I think Disney was like, here's here's cheaper hotels. And everyone was still like, these are expensive. <laughs> we need other options. Right, right. Yeah. Whew. All right. I think we've wrapped up part one of our Disney hotels breakdown. Ooh, values and moderates. Um, who knew this was going to be a two-parter? We didn't until about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> but we have a lot yes. to say. I, you know, it's... We haven't done a ton of coverage on resorts, and it's such—it's one of the very first things people have to decide on when they're planning a Disney vacation. Um, so, I'm glad we're finally talking about it. I think it's a good Absolutely. first stop. Yeah, yeah good, good topic. Good topic. Um, all right. Well, until next time. I think I think we should leave them with a cliffhanger so they come back for part two. So, this is the most important thing that you need to know about a deluxe resort. Okay, here we go. And then we just end it right there. <laughs> Tune in next time for the most important thing to know. We'll tell you the most scandalous thing about the Disney Deluxe Resorts. Ooh. Sexy. That's weird. Sexy. <laughs> Sassaluga. Sassaluga. <laughs>